Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 16th of February, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. As we approach the festive days of Carnival, there's nothing festive about the crime wave that has been hitting the Santa Fe province as a whole and the city of Rosario in particular. If you have been keeping an eye on the country's main news outlets, you probably know the issue of narco crime violence in Santa Fe has been going on for a while. But this week, the governor fired his security minister after less than seven months on the job. Omar Perotti? decided to fire Security Minister Ruben Rimoldi due to the escalation of violence under his watch and replace him with Claudio Brilloni, a retired border guard commander who has been public security secretary for the past year. While appointing a veteran gendarmerie commander is seen as a more hardline approach, he is the third security minister of Perotti's government, and so far, none of them were able to control these drug trafficking crimes. Speaking of things that, that demand immediate action, a crew of 32 rescue workers, doctors, and technical experts flew from Argentina to Turkey and Syria on Thursday the 9th to help find survivors after the earthquake. The crew already rescued two adults and a child and will remain in the area for at least 10 days to provide as much help as possible. According to Foreign Minister Santiago Cafiero, both the Turkish and Syrian embassies in Argentina, as well as the foreign ministry, are carrying out surveys and providing phone lines for those who want to contact them in regards to the emergency. On that note about the foreign minister, we mentioned a few weeks ago that the government was in talks with Bangladesh to boost relations after the World Cup furor. Well, this week it was confirmed that Argentina will reopen its embassy in Dhaka in a bid to further boost bilateral relations between the two nations. The inauguration will take place on the 27th of February, so another thing to thank the national men's football team for. Since we're on the topic of international affairs, the Brazilian finance minister denied the idea of having a single currency for both countries. You may recall, we mentioned this a few episodes back, but basically the Brazilian president Lula da Silva said during his visit to Argentina that the two countries would advance discussions on a common South American currency to be used for both financial and commercial flows. The news immediately made waves in financial media, but was played down this week by the finance minister who clarified that there is no end in sight for the Real. Still, it's good that both countries are having discussions on how to support bilateral trade. Speaking of which, the Mercosur bloc is trying to reach a free trade agreement with Singapore and potentially Indonesia. According to diplomatic sources, Singapore could act as a gateway for Argentine products to the Asia-Pacific region, taking advantage of its wide network of agreements that this country has in the region and thus boost Mercosur's exports. In 2021, Mercosur exported almost $6 billion to Singapore and there were imports worth $1 billion. Meanwhile, immigration officers are more concerned about what's coming in from Russia. As you probably remember from past episodes, there's been a wave of Russian moms-to-be flying to Argentina 
to give birth in order to provide their children with a second passport. On Thursday the 9th, for example, more than 30 pregnant women arrived in the country on a single flight, and in the last year, this demographic accounted for more than half of the 10,500 visitors from Russia. Because of the war in Ukraine, Russian passports are not the strongest right now, and so these moms-to-be are looking for ways to ensure their kids have a second passport that allows them to travel more freely and potentially live somewhere else. The problem is, they are not coming on their own. There's a fully-fledged criminal organization selling childbirth tourism packages for important sums of money. The National Director of Immigration, Florencia Carignano, said that while Argentina embraces migrants who choose to live in the country in search of a better future, it does not support endorse the fact that mafia organizations profit by offering the Argentine passport to people who do not want to live in the country. There are many reasons why these organizations chose Argentina as a place to give birth. First, Argentina does not require visas for Russian tourists. Second, the Argentine passport grants access to about 170 countries. Third, and most important, Argentina automatically grants birthright citizenship to children born in the country. In general, it is one of the easiest countries in the world to become naturalized, as most foreign nationals can apply for citizenship after two years of residency. Speaking of having kids, a new school year is about to start, and everyone is concerned about the increase in private school fees. This week, the economy minister, Sergio Massa, decided to limit the March increase to 16%, with monthly increases of 3.5% between April and June, plus a 4% increase in July. This is a bid to dilute the inflation impact and was accompanied by the promise of more subsidies for private schools. On that note, the monthly inflation rate registered in January was around 6%, much higher than anticipated. Surprisingly, or not, disbursements from multilateral lenders reached its highest point in the last 30 years. According to the records released by the International Economic and Financial Affairs Secretariat, international financing for development projects surpassed $5 billion, a 27% increase compared to 2021. By the way, a project that just launched is Ualá's alliance with the ABC Capital Bank. The Argentine fintech company will start offering credit cards in Mexico, which will allow users to build a credit history that is recognized by the country's credit bureau. For the company, this is a big bet on Mexico, where it plans to spend more than half of the $150 million it will invest in the next 18 months. Another Argentine project that keeps winning big is the film Argentina 1985. Yes, we are going to talk about the film one more time, because on Saturday the 11th, it won a Goya Award for Best Ibero-American Film, Spain's main national annual film awards. This is Argentina's 19th Goya Award for Best Ibero-American Film, reinforcing its preeminence in the category, where it is followed by Chile with five. The film tells the story 
of the trial of the commanders of the country's military dictatorship, and on that note, the government set out this week to repatriate an old cargo plane that was used during the military dictatorship to fly illegally detained prisoners to their death. The Skyvan PA-51 aircraft was found in the United States and will be repatriated to Argentina for exhibition at the former Esmond Navy Mechanics School Detention Center, now a human rights museum, in the upcoming weeks. Before we go, a quick reminder for those in the Buenos Aires province. Governor Axel Kicillof presented a new type of electronic prescription that will be used in Buenos Aires pharmacies. This tool will be available to all medical professionals and pharmacies starting the 28th of February, which means people in Buenos Aires will be able to receive the prescription made by a professional on their cell phones or email and present it to any pharmacy in the province. This comes to replace the digital alternatives that emerged during the pandemic when it was possible to present a photo of a physical prescription at pharmacies. Then authorities banned these precarious measures, which affected tons of patients. So now they are hoping this new, more regulated alternative will bridge the gap between the convenience of digital prescriptions and the necessary security mechanisms. And that's it for this week. Remember, we have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to our Substack. Nos vemos la próxima semana. 